In today's podcast, I am going to talk about why your teen does not listen to you, especially when you are giving good sound advice that makes a lot of sense, seems very logical to you, but your teen doesn't really take your advice and why this is going on and why you as a parent should not feel frustrated and upset by this because it's all got to do with a biological aspect. So a significant part of a teenager's brain, namely called the prefrontal cortex, is undeveloped and it does not become fully developed until the age of 25 and that's why even after you explain the dangers and consequences to your teenager they still will go ahead and make poor choices and you're left wondering what the heck so the best way to think of it is that the prefrontal cortex is the ceo of the brain and knowing that this is undeveloped in our teens it should help you to feel more sympathy and empathy when they are acting out and when they are making these terrible decisions and we are judging them on our ability to understand and our wisdom as adults and again you know maybe also putting yourself in their shoes and thinking back to the time that you were their age how were you thinking compared to your thinking now and most of the time you will find that you did not think like that at their age. And so you can also expect them to. And now, you, you know, knowing this biological aspect helps you to understand even more that you're not dealing with somebody who is fully mature yet. And that will help you to be maybe a little bit more understanding and accepting because I think at the end of the day, we're more worried about the battles that we are fighting and whether we are winning at these battles instead of taking our teenagers as immature adults that do not have the same logical and common sense wisdom that we have developed already. And when you do this, you actually will find yourself becoming a lot more empathetic. And that's really what teens need is they need to be given a lot of chances. Now I want to go in depth on what the prefrontal cortex is responsible for to help us understand why our teens act a certain way and sometimes act quite the opposite of how we think they should be acting. I'm also going to look at the differences between the developed prefrontal cortex and an undeveloped prefrontal cortex. The first thing it's responsible for is planning ahead. As a parent, you can deduce that you need to do a certain amount of things by tomorrow and you will maybe narrow it down to about three things because you know that it's only possible to do these three things in that span of time. And that's a typical developed um, prefrontal cortex and I'll just say PFC. With your teen's PFC, they will say, okay, I need to do a list of 10 things by tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and they realize they maybe just did one thing on the list or two things and they feel pretty frustrated and you thinking to yourself, well, duh, that was pretty obvious that that could not be accomplished. But that's the differences between the developed and the undeveloped. The next thing the PFC is responsible for is managing emotions and delayed responses. So if you're having a bad day and somebody did something nasty to you, you your first instinct is to hit back, to take revenge, but then you come to your senses and you think, okay, you know, the person could have made a mistake, they didn't mean it, you have all these debates going on in your head. 
but within undeveloped PFC. A teenager will come home and might have had a bad day or something bad happened and it could have happened early in the morning and you come and you say, hey honey, would you like some dinner? And your daughter bites off your head and says, hey mom, why are you always nagging me? And you wonder, what the heck, you know, why is a teenager even yelling at you? Nothing happened. But she was just not able to distinguish between what happened earlier and she's sort of just all mangled up with her emotions and still feeling that anger not able to separate it so you know that's a major difference and you know it'll make us understand why our teenagers sometimes just yell or have a venting session when we really can't even see what the reason is the next thing the prefrontal cortex is responsible for is empathy and yes we can all agree that teenagers are not the most empathetic beings and i know that is one of the biggest issues that we face as parents is gosh my teenager can be so selfish or heartless now as a parent with a fully developed pfc you can notice when anybody, especially somebody close to you, is having a hard time, they're feeling tired, exhausted, something's going on, and you can pick up on those signs and you can pick up on their body language and many aspects. Whereas your teen who has an undeveloped PFC, he is not able to see those nuances. So you could come home with a whole lot of groceries, be exhausted, mentioning how you were running around the whole day and your teenager is just looking at you and letting you walk by with those groceries or when you ask for help he's rolling his eyes or sighing and you just want to mm, say something but you have to understand he doesn't have the same empathy that you have the other thing the prefrontal cortex is responsible for is self-awareness so a developed pfc would be when you snap at your kids and then later on you come and apologize and, and explain to them, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to snap at you. I know I shouldn't have. I was in a bad mood because of this or I was really tired and that's the self-awareness. But with a teenager, they can snap at you and then you would be, hey, that's not nice. And then they would say, well, you're always on my case or what do you need or say even worse things. The, the self-awareness is underdeveloped because of the underdeveloped PFC. Our prefrontal cortex is also responsible for our conscience and our morality. Say we were speeding and the cop pulled us over. We could lie and say we had an emergency and try and get out of it, but then our morality, our consciousness comes in and we are, okay, I made a mistake kind of thing. And with a teenager, um, they will try and get out of things as much as possible. They won't feel bad if they have to fib or tell a few lies. Um, they only feel bad if they court um, because they could cause you disappointment. So again, they don't really feel the same kind of morals and conscience that we do. And it's quite flaky during the teenage years. A final action that the prefrontal cortex is responsible for is cause and effect. So as a parent, you have a developed prefrontal cortex and that helps you to know that if I want to get a promotion at work, I know that I need to work hard and I need to prove myself. Or if I want my business to grow, I know that I need to follow these steps, follow a system, have a product that really is good and 
you know, inshallah, I'll see success. So you understand there's a cause and effect aspect. But with teenagers, they do not look at things the same way because of their undeveloped PFC. They act more impulsively. They will not really feel that sometimes the consequences are because of their action. They could do things like blame you and say, well, it was your fault because you didn't let me do this. So this happened. And that's something I go through with my son. He's constantly saying, well, I, this ha I did not do that because you wouldn't let me do that. And, you know, it really does make me very angry, but I have to understand that that's the way he's thinking because he has an undeveloped prefrontal cortex. When you understand this about your teenager and you see that you are dealing with a adult that is very immature, that has not a fully developed brain and the decisions they make is not going to be the same decisions that you make as a fully developed um, brained adult. So you have to take this into consideration and you have to not take it personal. Being a mom, especially in Islam, you know, you have to be honored and respected and you just feel that they should take that and follow that guideline in Islam because it's such an important one. But again, when you look at the biological aspect, I mean, Allah created us. He could have given them a developed brain, but this is all part of a bigger picture. And we understanding our children and understanding their development and the biological aspects of their brain will help us to just calm down a little bit more and not take everything that they say or do to, uh, personally and understand that one day they are going to have that um, more developed conscious. And we just need to be a good example. We need to be good communicators with them. And honestly, just let the small things go. Try and focus on the bigger picture and try and just bring a lot of Dean in their life in a subtle way, not a harsh way. Try to make them keep to their prayers. Try to have um, talks. Let them listen to good talks by people. Try to just have Islam come into their life in a very wholesome, loving way. And if you feel that they are not um, taking that well, then understand that it is going in. It might just come out later. Your teenager really needs you, even though they're pushing you away. This is the most critical stage. And I feel they even need you more because they are almost like a child's brain in a adult's body. And it's a very confusing, conflicting time for them. And they themselves don't understand what's going on in their head. So that's a wrap for this podcast. I hope this helps you with your difficult teen because I know it's not easy. I have four teens right now and they are definitely driving me crazy. But Alhamdulillah, they have such wonderful times as well. But it helps to know and to take these tips and to understand. And I myself only learned about this recently. I wish I knew this from the beginning. It would have made my life so much easier.